This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, love the show. This is Molly. Regarding your last episode, since you cracked up so much at the idea of elite forces in the Coast Guard, I thought I'd let you in on this little bit of hilarity. My ex-husband was in the Coast Guard and used to talk about wanting to join the tactical underwater nighttime assault group. Put all that together, it's tuna. I think they dog paddled around drug dealer boats or something in the middle of the night. Anyhow, glory hole. Good morning. My name is Richard Swingin'. My friends call me Dick, which I hope you guys will be some friends. I, uh, I'm president of the National Association of Glory Hole Operators, better known as NAGHO. I'm also a proud owner of Soft Gums, LLC, which employs over 200 Glory Hole individuals with installations throughout the five states of Georgia, Mississippi, and Louisiana. I'm holding a cease and desist letter, which has been finally crafted by our representatives, and I really don't want to send it out. I'm hoping that maybe we can get together and uh, talk about the fact that you possibly brought wrong upon our organization. As we say down here in Mississippi, maybe we can get together, kill a turtle, enjoy soup together. It's going to my attention to your podcast, some kind of liberal newspaper or something, is belittling our legitimate glory hole operations. Honestly, truth of matter, my organization, under no uh, circumstances, we don't want to be affiliated with an atheist organization like your newspaper. More than 20 years, we have satisfied the people, and we are not going to let you bring disgrace upon our patrons or our operators. I'm hopeful that we can get together, so give me a call. My number is 1-800-US-GLORY. I really don't want to send out this cease and desist letter, so hopefully you're not going to force my hand. As I, or many people say in the business, there's a big difference between kneeling down and bending over. We're not going to bend over to you. So I suggest you call me right back. Let's get this, let's get this done. All right, well, God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Dick Swing. Bye. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 280. Of cognitive dissonance, and I will say that there is no welcome mat for a number of people that have ordered welcome mats. It turns out you have to select where you want it shipped to. If you select, I will pick it up, they do not ship it to you. 
The assumption is that you are going to pick it up. <laughs> We've had a number of people get in touch with us recently. Yeah. And, and um, they click it on accident. You know, right, it's one yeah, of those things the, you yeah, just click absolutely. on accident. I'm just yeah. busting rocks. Yeah. So if you did not receive your welcome, Matt, go back and check your order and see if you clicked, I'll pick it up. Yeah. And if you don't want to pick it up, let us know, and we'll get in touch with the yeah. purveyor of fine yeah. welcome mats, and then they'll fix it, I think. But uh, there is a welcome mat for some of us. We have a welcome mat here in Glory Hole Studios, which we can't wait to roll up into a tube and move to a different location other than 345 North Loomis. This is the home of all of Caesar's Cecil Caesar's 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 oh Caesar's Cecil's rage and angst. <laughs> this is the Dude, angriest so place last we've week, ever been. Last week, we had over three hours of material. I had to edit down. Yes, into an hour and 30 minutes and the, and the reason why like we were so distracted by the sounds here on like five or six clips that they're just garbage they were just garbage we couldn't do anything with it and then there was the one where the guy came in and delivered food like in the middle of it the, and that one was uh, that one was right out that's because, the best one yeah no that was the worst <laughs> no i'll tell you it's the best one it had food <laughs> it did have food it had food involved oh, yeah but that's not going to happen today we've already say, consumed our food and so much it was just been so much work lately to because when you're when you're in here you'll hear the terrible people below us or the awful people to either side of us. I, I feel like you don't like any of the bands that mm. play around us. And we've had an opportunity to yeah. audition all of them. I think all the bands that are around us should commit seppuku. I think that's, <laughs> that's the only way to be sure. Uh, yeah, they're all terrible. And the problem is, is it's super distracting. And so why, what winds up happening is, is one of us will start trailing off and we'll say something like, Jesus, that's fucking loud. <laughs> and then I got to cut it out. And Nana, it's just, it's been really, really difficult. Well, you know, the problem is, Cecil, you're, you're not in a band. Right. You know, and you've never been in a band. So what the fuck do you know? Okay. You don't know that you have to practice at maximum volume all the time, every time, 100% of the time, regardless there's of really, what hour uh, of the day To be honest, though, there, if you're in a band, there's really no other point. I mean, if, if you're in a band, wh why, why even do your hobby if you're listening to yourself on headphones? No, I, I would play. I would play at maximum volume. I would play it if if I were in a band. Now, first of all, uh, it would be fucking like Wild Stallions bad. You if would, I were yeah, in a band, you would have it would to. Be, you would you would have to be the talentless guy. Right. Well, I'm yeah. the talentless guy in every production I've ever been in. That's true. So, right. Very true. So I would be in Wild Stallions bad, but I would play it at fucking ear. I would play it at fucking weaponized volume. Play it at eleven. Right. You have I would, to play it at eleven. I would buy. Because I'll fucking just throw money at the problem. Like, you're not any good. Well, buy more speakers. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody at some point is yeah. going to pay me to turn it off. Exactly. What, what would you play in the band? I'm just curious. If, if I could play anything? Yeah. Yeah, xylophone. <laughs> yeah. But the rock xylophone. The rock xylophone. Because, you know. Can, would there be a distortion I would play. I would I play. That's uh, interesting. I would play Norwegian death metal xylophone. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> do <laughs> uh, or the bells, I don't you know, know those like, like the big yeah. table cowbells, bells, cowbells, like it's like a trans Siberian orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play an instrument? Uh, I've never played an instrument. I'm completely musically disinclined. My father was a uh, musician. He was. Well, I didn't know that. He was. Yeah. He what was did a, he play? He was a drummer, and okay. he, he played in a bunch of jazz bands when he was a kid and when he was an adult. And uh, when I was young, he tried to teach me the drums, 
and I was so bad, he stopped teaching me. It's like, <laughs> you don't. He you like don't. put you up for adoption. He's like, you don't beat <laughs> well, son. You don't. I'll fix yeah, that. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Because I, I, I mean, I, I could barely keep the time. I just yeah. could. And, and that's kind of your job, I think. I tried so, to play the drum too, and I got yeah. kicked out of beginner band for being too bad at it. Yeah. Like at, like at some point, I, I started in fifth grade, and they only had beginner band in fifth and sixth grade by seventh grade you had to move up to intermediate band and they're oh. like you are not ready for intermediate yeah. band i'm like well i'll stay in beginner band they're like there's no more there's no more beginner and then band. they sort of trail off like there's no room at the inn for you <laughs> they're like you're too terrible and they're like like give us back the fucking drumsticks like this is not for you did you i never progressed past the drum either like i didn't get two drums like with an ass like more than one drum i had one drum in front of me and they're like you can't even one drum. That's it. Like, like at some point they're like, like everybody else we've given a symbol to yeah, at this point. Yeah. You one drum? No. Like yeah. we even take the snares off. Did so you it doesn't practice even with your drum at home? I did. I had a drum. You I, practiced I, yeah. at home with your and drum. I would go home and I would practice. Okay, I'm not often because I. It's fucking boring to practice things. Yeah. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> Right? That's why you never did it. That's why I didn't do it. That's Practicing things is boring. It. Like no, it's true. It's practicing. I want to be immediately boring. good. Yeah. Or quit right away. Yeah. Those are my two favorite options. Like, yeah. hey, were you immediately good at this? No. You want to keep doing it? Why would I do that? I'm not immediately good at it. A long black cock, long black cock. A long black cock, long black cock. This story comes from uh, RT.com. Uh, Danish imam urges government to accept child marriages among refugees. Uh, so this story is pretty fucking awful. So high-profile imam, not like those low-profile imams where you those, can't tell if they're there. It's no, like, no, oh, it's like no, a no, GE low-profile refrigerator. You have, to, you have to go to a special place to get the low-profile <laughs> imams, and then you get the high-profile rims to go right, with the low-profile imams. He's a yeah. counter-depth imam. <laughs> counter-depth <laughs> Sub-Zero mom. So he's blue and black. Is that how it He's works? a Viking mom. He just comes out and raids a village. Like, no, I don't think you understand. He's a wolf mom. <laughs> just in a fucking... He's... I, I will say this. You look at this guy, and he looks like... Uh, he kind of looks like uh, a disinterested... IT guy. He does. He? He, just, he looks he, he <laughs> like you his, came to him and you'd be like, my computer no worky. And he's just looking at it like, I'm, are you serious? I'm going to have to tell this fucker to restart. Are you his serious, bro? Again. No, it's really? not a fucking cup holder. It's <laughs> a CD. It's a CD ROM. This guy is a high profile imam. Um, and he urged the Danish government to accept child bribes. And his argument child a, bribes. Child brides. <laughs> Did child, I say bribes? Child bribes? Well, take them both. I'm not turning it down. Like child. Please comes. stop beating me. I will give you this cookie. <laughs> he basically says, like, his argument is like, look, it's cultural practice to marry children. So because oh. it's our disgusting, horrifying cultural practice, you should make it your cultural yeah. practice. And this is why cultural relativism is horrifying, right? Right. We talk about it when we talk about the really horrifying shit. When this comes up, when child brides comes up, when right. uh when you know any kind I mean, what if they were to come here and say, "Well, look, in our country we we use a hand chopper off our machine. When are you guys going to buy one of them?" You guys got to get a whole slew. You guys of them. have to get a hand chopper. When are you, when are you guys going to start ruling us by Sharia law? That's what we're used to. 
You That's it, right. You're gonna end up opening your fucking Staples catalog, and it's just gonna have hand chopper offer machines or like Get the red swing line one. It's gonna have like a the, <laughs> the hand chopper. Well, they're all red anyway. That's how they are they're eventually. All red anyway. Now the bottom yeah, half, exactly. The hand chopper. <laughs> Well, there's arterial spray. It'll still exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. a. It's got an interesting paint job. It's admittedly, a, it's like yeah. a Jackson Pollock in here. It's all one it's color. It's like a shirt from the '80s. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, you open up your your Staples catalog and the shredders no longer have safety features, and that's how you know that they're <laughs> Islamic. It is it's like Sharia-approved sta- shredder. Shredders. Oh, right. I I think it's interesting too when we talk about the uh, the child brides thing, you know. We could, instead of just saying, look, this is an age in which you could marry someone, can we and embrace this and say, okay, well, you can marry a certain amount of brides by weight, right? <laughs> right? So what you could do is you could, like, you know when you go to the store and you buy, like, clams by the pound? This is a great example, right? Because you're buying clams <laughs> you're by the pound. clams by the pound there you go. Yeah, they're a little easier to shuck, I think. <laughs> But seriously, you just you just go in and you're like, it okay. tastes like the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I found the man in the boat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a pearl of great yeah, price in a there. Little, a little sand <laughs> in there. What's going on? It tastes like a bottom feeder. Oh. Oh. This guy says that he wouldn't let his kid do it, though. He sa- He goes out of his way to say... I, you know, I totally think that this practice is good, and I think what we should do is have other people do this, but my kid, I would wait until they're 18 years old. Before you sell them off. Before, before, before he does them. whatever right. he's going to yeah. do, right. you know, whatever. But uh, that's, a, that's an interesting, interesting way to look at it. It's like, that's okay. I'm gonna, you know, they can do whatever they want, but I'm going to do what you guys do. Right. Well, it's sort of like that not in my backyard, but it's sort of like yeah. not in my back door. Yeah. Right? That's the same. Well, not in her back <laughs> not door. Not in her back yeah. door. Yet. Uh, Yet. Yeah. Not until she's 18. Not in her back door. Right. Until. Until the tender age of 18. Until, and then, yeah, exactly. You know, like, can you have a child bride that isn't sold? Is it always selling when it's a child bride? Well, I mean, it has to be because there's no consent. Right. Right? You can't go up to, I can't go up to little Susie if she's 10 years old and be like, honey, do you want to marry me? And she can be like, I like marriage. And then, I got a ring pop then, wedding. Exactly. Like, she, okay, could, she could fucking totally say yes, but it doesn't mean anything. Right. Like, someone else has to make the, the contract for her. And if someone else is saying yes for her, then there has to be some. I mean, right. Well, but if there's no like goods and services exchange, then you just then you're just giving away. So it's a donation sure. at that point. So did you get yeah. a receipt? Well, no. I mean, is it tax deductible yeah. when you give away your? It's like you know, if you drop off a certain amount of shit at Goodwill, you know, you get a receipt. <laughs> you do. That's true. So you know, which you could also you could also consider it like you know. When you when why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? Sure. And in this case, why why buy the cow at all? Although this this cow can't produce milk for another six or eight years, <laughs> so it's like a veal. Why oh, buy the veal, veal when you get the? <laughs> oh shit! What are you gonna cry now? Come on, cry, baby, cry for me. Come on, cry. This story comes from Planet Two Forty. Fuck that is, but I found it. Um, it's from Planet 240. Two more babies stricken with herpes after a ritual ultra-Orthodox Jewish oral blood-sucking <laughs> circumcision in New York City. Clearly a headline written by the fucking authors of the Daily Mail, right? right? Like, right. that is just... I mean, what else do you... You don't even need to read the fucking thing. What do you pair with baby dick? Like, what do you... Like, when mm. you're going... What, do you ask a sommelier, like, what... 
what type of wine goes well? Or do you just go with, you know, because I've always heard when you when you eat a wiener, you should drink a beer. That's what <laughs> It's like a barbecue thing, right? Well, it's it's like casual, you sure. know. I don't, but you could also go to like a beer snob and be like, "Well, is it an IPA that I'm going to do when I suck I this know. baby dick?" Don't you have or to get like Manischewitz or sh- like <laughs> Hebrew? Like those would be the yeah, exactly. Those would be the yeah, options. like some sort of kosher, right? Some sort of kosher drink of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would think. Do they hang the baby when they cut their dick? Do they hang them from the ceiling to let the blood to let drip it drain out? out? Yeah. I don't know. I, no, they don't hang them. That that blood is fucking clearly delicious to their fucking. Do they vampire cauterize it with kosher salt? Is that how they? You, you can actually tell uh, who are the ultra orthodox Jews that that, that have this practice because they sparkle in the sunlight. Oh Jesus. <laughs> It's like a Capri Sun to them. It's, it's like got the straw they stick in there. Like all the all the oh, little Jesus girls are like, I'm Team Ira. I'm like, okay. All right. That's great. I'm Team Ira. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, that guy has awesome dreads. <laughs> Just, little, little top hat. It's amazing. It, these these guys, like there's like, look at the look at the fucking doily, first of all. That he oh, so this no. guy has to wear so many layers before he can suck a dick, right? Like no. there's a, like usually I like Jesus. to make sure that that the should the be less is, clothes. Right. Yeah. He's got it. He does. He has like a what he has is like a fucking a coffee table runner draped over his <laughs> That's head. What it That's looks what like. he has. He has a coffee table runner draped over his goddamn it, head. It's like he's got to hide himself exactly. from God before sure, he yeah. sucks a baby. Hey, dick. God, God, don't pay attention while I stick this fucking child penis in my mouth. I, I you know, there's there's a moment where you're where, where you're so fucking embedded in your religion that you're like, oh man, what day is it? Oh, it's Saturday or fucking whatever. Whoa, we gotta go uh, take our brand new baby to that fucking untrained, unmedically licensed dude so he can cut off a piece of his dick and then suck the fucking blood out god what are you a fucking mosquito (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) yeah but you know you're you're just it's just like a like the proboscis is the (laughs) the piece that comes out that's that's the one piece it says here it says more modern jewish practices use a such as any other practice (laughs) hold on i'm just sorry hold on more modern more modern. Hold on. A mo- a mo- oh wait. Hold on. There's a possibility of something less archaic sure. than this. Yeah. Than cutting. A- I want. I wouldn't be surprised if they used flint like tools to right. cut the dick. Well, you we know? just banged it against exactly. the rock yeah. until his yeah, dick they, fell they off. They throw the kid against the monolith. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. We like carve it up with a saber tooth tiger tusk. Dun 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 dun. I drink it oh, up. You fucking- I drink your <laughs> cock shake. <laughs> it says here, more modern Jewish practices use a sterile aspiration device to clean the wound or a pipette opposed to the oral sucking. And our first thing I thought was a penis pump. They put oh, a little right. penis pump on this kid's cock. Man, and fucking starting them early. That's making some assumptions. They're going to get it, you know. Right now it's not, but a little later on it's going to be bigger than a baby's arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, unless they cut it too short. <laughs> well, yeah, no kidding. Like, that's the other thing, too. Like, circumcision isn't perfect, and sometimes people have botched circumcisions. Right. Can you imagine how difficult this is going to be? Because you're the whole time you're like, you know, he's got to cut it with his fucking weird paring knife or whatever he brought with <laughs> paring him. Paring knife? He's got a bird's beak? <laughs> he does have no, a little bird's beak? He's got a bird's beak knife that he's... He's slitting the fucking cock with, and then he's got to suck it off later. He's got to, 
Put that's it in his weirdest mouth. This, this keeps happening. Like we cover basically these the guys, same story three or four times yeah. a year. These guys do it can't the not have yeah. herpes. Yeah, and then they constantly have herpes. And and here's the thing: two kids suffered brain damage, and two kids died. This isn't like oh guys, fucking hey man, what's fucking just a weird little practice that people do, you know? No. People are getting injured because of this because it's fucking unclean as shit. It's like, like it's like a dog licking their fucking genitals. You have to put a fucking you have to put like the cone on the rabbi so he <laughs> like, can't get he near the a, dick. He gets a cold sword. Exactly. You got to put a cone exactly. on him. He can't lick any fucking baby penises. Yeah, and and the and the cold sores, you know, yeah, it, and an adult, it's not a big deal, but right. in, a, in a baby, it's a huge deal because they don't have the immune system to deal with it. They got to walk around with fucking. You got to be like, oh, you're gonna do this uh, horrifying barbaric ritual practice. Here's some. Breva first, right? Like, <laughs> before you suck my baby's penis. Exactly. You know what they should do is just get those little finger cots and put it on the end so at least he could have safe circumcision. You know what they should do yeah. is not suck a baby dick. <laughs> that's another alternative. Like as an alternative it method. turns out, Tom, that's another alternative. Just never actually yeah, suck a baby cock. You could do that. At the bottom, it says the identity of the rabbi uh, who performed the circumcision is being withheld by the boy's parents so they can't report it to the health department. Right. So they, you know, whether or not the kid dropped dead or has brain damage or just got fucking herpes from this, doesn't matter. It's basically going to be like, you know, we're not going to tell, we're not telling the authorities. You know, I, I would tell all the authorities, right? right. If it's like, you know, here's my perfect brand new baby. And it's like, well, gave him fucking herpes. Fucking what, three days old. <laughs> this story comes from the Patheos blogs, specifically the Tippling Philosopher. Mm-hmm. Um, tippling, by the way, for those unfamiliar, for those without a vocabulary that includes such words as tippling, tippling yeah. uh, which mine was part of until just moments ago. Is this tippling when you rub your when nipples? You're just, just the, when the you little sort of just, the nipple tweakies? When you sort of just flick your own nipples, is that tippling? Mm, if it's flick, flicking your own nipples, it's, it is tippling. If you're flicking someone else's nipples, it's foreplay. Ah, so, okay. <clears throat> I yeah. thought that was tappling. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Tappling. Tappling. <laughs> That's just tuning in Tokyo. It is. The, yeah. <laughs> the tippling philosopher. Tippling is drinking in I guess. for a long time. <laughs> I have a, still haven't got it. I haven't gotten still it. Still haven't got it yet. I've yet but to, I'm looking for it. I've yet to dial it in looking exactly. For it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm working on it. I've been squeezing those bags of sand for many years. I keep telling her it's a shortwave radio. I don't know. <laughs> That's the That's the best. <laughs> The Tippling Philosopher blog. Uh, former Yazidi sex slaves from all female form. Fucking shit. You can do it. I cannot, it you turns can. out. I'm you trying can. this again. Try it. Former Fox y- Force 5. Fox, say it. No, you're not helping. <laughs> God damn it. I quit the radio that I'm not on. I quit the podcast. <sighs> former Yazidi sex slaves form all female battalion sun ladies. To launch assault on ISIS. That is extraordinarily difficult to say. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> fucking outrageously difficult to read. But I nailed it. <laughs> Fourth try is a charm. That's it, right? Absolutely. That's that's what I yeah. keep saying. Fourth try is a charm. <laughs> Just, don't worry. The first three didn't count. So the, the Yazidi were, a, a, were are a group of people that were attacked by ISIS maybe sure. about a year ago or yeah, so. Yeah, they decided yeah. they were devil worshippers. Yeah, that's right. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. They, they surrounded them, and there was a big hullabaloo yeah. around it. Yeah. And uh, they took a whole a whole slew of them hostage and, sure. and sold them off through the whole fucking ISIS chain of of evil shit. Sure, <laughs> it's yeah. basically sex the ISIS, the ISIS sex slave flea market. Right. That <laughs> <laughs> 
You could buy like a really <laughs> sweet knife or a woman. A fucking <laughs> swaparama of Yazidi sex slaves. You get like an old Zippo that doesn't work. Yeah. Or it's, a woman. Right. Yeah. It's it's like, mm, what should I get? What mm. should I get? I could get that fucking janky ass butterfly knife over there. <laughs> butterfly knife that makes the squeaking sound. <laughs> Just like, like, wee, like wee, wee, the handle wee, wee, flies wee, wee, off wee, wee, the first time you try and to like, play like, with it. Like, the screws is loose, so you shake it a little. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty janky. I could get some old hubcaps. I'll take the woman. Or the Yazidi. <laughs> the Yazidi sex slave. Mm. Yeah. They were they might have been confused though. They might have they might have confused the Yazidi with Zidi. Baked Zidi. Right. Which yeah. would I mean it's sure. a natural confusion. If you're in the sun, I would say it's baked Yazidi. <laughs> yeah. Leave them out long enough. Exactly. It's baked Yazidi. Right. That's delicious. Um, so but they they've evidently they've taken uh some of them were rescued, a whole a host of them were rescued. Um, and it turns out they don't like being sex slaves. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a that thing. Super sucks. Right. It turns it's out, it's yeah. like kind of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and now I are. would like to tender my resignation, <laughs> sir. Yeah. I'll super pass, unpleasant. Pass yeah. on the sex slavery. Yeah, it's super unpleasant. Thanks, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, so now they are the sun ladies, yeah. and they are forming a female battalion. And I love, I, I do love, and, I, and the Kurds do the same thing. Like, I, I love that. This incredibly misogynist group has to find themselves um, fighting and being killed by women in battle. This is kind of a turning point in history a little yeah. bit, right? Because we're, we're at a point with modern warfare and with modern armament that uh, the upper body strength advantage of a man is virtually meaningless when it comes to shouldering sure. a weapon. Yeah, when it comes to going, shooting somebody. Pew, pew, yeah, pew, exactly. Pew, right? Yeah. It's like, I can fucking shoot you as readily as yeah. like a woman down the street can shoot, sure. right? It doesn't yeah. make any fucking difference at all. Right. So it's kind of awesome. And you sort of think like, well, it's fucking unbelievably awful that these poor human beings are subjected to this kind of horrific, barbarous cruelty. But it's also kind of amazing that they now get a chance to fucking fight these assholes right back. Yeah. And I think that this is the this is the product of uh, when you wind up torturing a human and then you let them go afterwards, or they somehow get free. Right, you're really fucked up. Yeah, you know what right? I mean? Like you're really fucked up. That's because some Uma Thurman shit. Is. Right, it totally now, right? is. It totally is. And it's and it's also like you know I think about like Guantanamo Bay. I think about when you know when we torture people right. here in the states. And then we, if they get let go, which they don't ever get let go, they just get tortured more, right. it turns out, That's but <laughs> which is a terrible <laughs> alternative to getting let go. But, you know, like, like there's this, you know, if you let that person go, we talked about this in the past. Right. If you were to do that to me and I was innocent when I went in, I'm not going to be innocent when I leave. I'm going to be angry and it, I'm going to, I'm going to want to hurt people. I'm going to want to be, you can turn right. them. And this is exactly what is happening here. You're turning these people complete. I mean, even if they were just like lukewarm on on fighting you before now they're fucking the fucking iron is hot now well it's like literally nothing to lose it's yeah. like you've ruined my life yeah like you've fucked up my like like i'm just all the anger yeah. like you're just like mm, how much anger well i don't know let's see was i i don't know uh my vi- my 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 village was destroyed like my family was uh murdered my you know, mom and sisters were sold into sex slavery. I was raped. Yeah, it turns out I'm going to go ahead and shoulder weapon against you. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm fucking 100% of the time. Yeah. yeah. I can't, like, if this happens to you, you can't think of any better use of your time. Right. It's not like you're going to wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to go with macrame. I'm just going to do macrame instead. It's like, fuck that noise. Exactly. Like, I'd say you're Kill Bill now. You're like it's the guy Kill from Bill. Old Boy or whatever. Right? Like, exactly. That's <laughs> your job. Like, my job? That's my job. That's it. Yeah. There, There is a downside, though. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the only downside is that the uh, armor, 
for the uh, Yazidi sex slave warriors sure. um, is is sort of identical. They had to pick one. They they were looking through the slave armor catalog. Uh-huh. It's on Amazon. Everybody, Amazon Everybody. has everything. Right. Yeah. You get a ship Prime yeah. even to even to Syria. <laughs> just, they just a, drop it on a barrel. The problem. Yeah. The problem there. <laughs> The problem there is the drones come and you're excited, but you're not excited. You're, not you're excited. excited. You're, you're not excited. excited. It's either an Amazon drone or you, you sent your kid predator. out to get the mail. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't order an IED. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, but they all have to dress like Princess Leia, uh, yeah. which is you know it's got its good sides and its downsides. Sure, the the you slave know. Leia outfit. The slave is that Leia we're talking about? outfit. Yeah. Right. It's and the good side is they're all dressed like Princess Leia. The downside is they then put a burqa on over the top of it, yeah. so you can't tell. Well, you could always Kevlar the burqa though. It could just be made out of Kevlar, is it, but it's still like loose. Yeah, so it's still like <laughs> so it's just like getting oh, punched. Oh, oh, oh God! Yeah, this is terrible. That's unpleasant. This is yeah. the worst armor. That's the worst bad. fitting armor possible. Real bad. Well, and there's like no reason for it. You're like, I couldn't put on armor. And put the burqa over it. Well, what they could do is like crowdfund it, like they had to do with the SUVs in the military, and then reinforce it with armor that way, right? So like they go, oh, they go. call all their friends and say, "Hey, I'm gonna crowdfund my burqa." So burqa's so can, big, you could fucking put the burqa over the SUV. Who fucking cares? Just burkas over. That'd be the easier. Just burkas over Look out of the front window. You're trying to... We can't even look out the side anymore. Can't even look out. I don't have a rear view mirror. There's the no peripheral vision yeah, it's Hummer. awesome, yeah. That's, they gotta rename it because Hummer's too sexual. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we would drive a Hummer. Mm, no, we're gonna uh, drive a no. Pinto. Yeah. It turns out that's it's a terrible decision, but it's less sexual. This story is from the Raw story. Archbishop wants St. Louis Catholics to drop the Girl Scouts because they move in the ways of the world. Um, so there you go. I guess the, the Girl Scouts, what does that even mean? Well, they move in the ways of the world, you know, they are part of the world in which they move and that is the way in which they move. You know, it says, he says, Girl Scouts is exhibiting a troubling pattern of behavior. It is clear to me that as they move in the ways of the world, it is becoming increasingly incompatible with No, let me read it to you again. Hold on. Maybe you missed it. Girl Scouts is exhibiting a troubling pattern of behavior. And it is clear to me that as they move in the ways of the world, move in the ways of the world. it is becoming increasingly incompatible uh, with our Catholic values. And I read that and I think, like, maybe your Catholic values are incompatible with the way, like, with the actual world. Like, maybe what's happening is that your, the, your values no longer match reality. The, the Girl Scouts for many years have taken a uh, sort of the front seat when it comes to social issues. Uh, they've done, uh, they've, they've allowed, uh, transgender kids. They've done, you know, they've done a lot of things that have been very sort of the antithesis of the Boy Scouts, right? The Boy Scouts have been very traditional values, traditional values. Right, yeah. And then the, the Girl Scouts have been very inclusive in what they've done. Uh, and I think that if I were the Girl Scouts, I wouldn't want to be associated with the church, more than the church wouldn't want yeah. to be associated with me. I agree with you there. Like, you would think that they'd be like, yo, we fucking passed you up light years yeah. ago. Like, we've been beyond you since the fucking 50s. Sure. You bunch of fucking weirdos. Like, you wear fucking capes and cowls everywhere. Yeah, You're exactly. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and this is coming from a group of girls that wear a sash. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? They're, like, <laughs> they're looking around like, mm, bad fashion choice. Like, we're talking about, we're talking about looking at the world and saying, that girl's bringing me cookies. 
and I'm turning her away. There's no girl bringing me cookies that I would turn away. <laughs> I don't care what else she she can have like a fucking duffel bag of human heads. <laughs> And if she's got a fucking box of samosas she's, or whatever she's they're Joe called. Pesci, she right? wants <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, you want a fucking box of samosas, huh? That got, fucking caramel. They got those fucking. A little bit of blood on it. Don't worry uh, about it. it. Eat around that. It's fine. Fucking eat around it, huh? I got some tagalongs in here. Forget I don't know. about it, huh? <laughs> No, you, no you, don't have to, you don't have to fucking pay me, but one day I'm going to come see you <laughs> for, for a favor, favor. huh? <laughs> You know, one of the other problems is the uh, they, they were saying in the article that the Thin Mints promote unrealistic cookie expectations. And for they, all the other rest of the, the cookies. For all the other cookies. All the rest of the cookies like... <laughs> <laughs> Why they got to be Thin Mints? <laughs> they're going to have... They're going to have... They're gonna have like like cookie acceptance day, you know, where like all the all the like the big cookies and like all the big dessert items, like Chunky Monkey gets to take center stage. Exactly. Like Chunky is beautiful Chunky too. Chunky is beautiful too. They're gonna have like a little little uh, uh, plus size cookie calendar. <laughs> and then the Thin Mints will come out and have a fucking sad story about how it's hard to be thin. Yeah, be like, yeah. You know, sometimes we're called Skinny Mints. <laughs> And that's just as hurtful. And it's not true because I'll make you fat, motherfucker. I'll make you fat. Yeah, you can eat two of me. Yeah. I fucking just take the whole fucking container and empty it into my mouth at once. There's only two girls. It's fucking... If I have a fucking limited cookie budget, it 100% of the time goes to those Samoa things and the Thin Mints. Because the Thin Mints you can throw in your freezer... And they're delicious. And they're they're good all day. Right. All time. Yeah. yeah. They never all, even warm back up. I, I the thing is is in my freezer, they never get cold because I put them in there and then I just take them right you back out. You eat them again. in the freezer. Yeah. I eat them in a walk-in <laughs> freezer. That's the only way I have a walk-in freezer full of thin mints. <laughs> and I eat them. It's my shame freezer. <laughs> Do you have a non-shame freezer? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> My non-shame freezer is the one that just has leftovers in it, Ugh. as if there's leftovers. <laughs> it's completely empty. It's, it's where I sleep because I can't sleep in a regular room because I, I, I fill the room with sweat. Yeah. <laughs> I've attained such size that I need to be externally cooled. <laughs> that, and the, that and the sleep apnea. Right. Yeah, both of those like, things are horrible. I'm, I'm only sustainable in a walk-in freezer or an Antarctica. That's it. You're like an orca. <laughs> push you back into the cold if waters. There's, if there's two of me, it's a pod. <laughs> what if the Ten Commandments were reinforced? Thou shalt not murder. What if that had been his daily dose of moral instruction and spiritual instruction? Now, who knows if, if things could have been different, but... We've tried it the other way. This is my point of my column. We've tried it the liberals' way for 60 years now. What do we got? We have massacres in Aurora. Twelve people shot dead while they're watching a movie in the at midnight. This is a story also from the oh, Atheist blogs, uh, from the Friendly Atheist blog. Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson gives b bizarre religious rant at Ted Cruz rally. Uh, Ted Cruz, by the way, suggested, I saw an article this week that he suggested uh, this fucking Robertson dipshit as a U.N. ambassador. Can you imagine? To where? S Louisiana? No, the, to, like the U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Like this would be our representative in the U.N. sitting at a table with learned men and women across the world. Like this is like, 
This is, and we have this fucking bearded camo fucking covered I think, I think the only way that you could do this is if you were to send him, but he would have an entire entourage of a banjo and jug band that follows him around. <laughs> I think if you do that, then I'm down with it. it just as like, long as every time he gives an address, you hear in the background that fucking juice harp. I'm, I'm wah, good with wah, it. Wah, I'm good wah, with wah, it. Wah, totally wah. good with it. He starts off every meeting with a yeah. fucking moonshine toast. <laughs> he blows into the jug beforehand like... <gasps> <laughs> That's how he gets everybody's attention. <laughs> I would like to call this meeting to order. <laughs> In any case, I'm gonna play this uh, this Pat Robertson, no nope, Phil, Phil Robertson. Robertson, Phil Robertson. Don't get your Robertsons mixed. He's gonna up. be talking here, uh, and he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be talking about he's he's not talking about Ted Cruz at all in this. So just so you know, like it's although it says Ted Cruz at a Ted Cruz rally, he's not talking about Ted Cruz at all. Listen to this logic: the Supreme Court building has a number of places where there are images of Moses with the Ten Commandments inside the building. Moses is including among the great lawgivers in Herman McNeil's marble sculpture. It's on the east front. So, Tom, we looked into this. Yeah. Moses is not just, it's not just Moses. No, it's a whole bunch. I mean, he's right. It's a whole bunch of lawgivers. He's, of course, neglecting Allah. Sure. Right? He's not talking about Allah, right? right? He's not saying Allah. He's not saying uh, Confucius. Right. He's not saying the, the other lawgivers. He just happens to be mentioning this particular this lawgiver. Yeah, lawgiver. Right. Oh, yeah. by the way, hey, Moses is in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's also fucking, you know, 14 other people. Yeah. Something. John Marshall is yeah. there. Allah's got a fucking Quran and a sword. Yeah. Like, I mean, Come fucking on, right? Like, we're not going to... All of a sudden, I'm supposed to take a fucking great uh, bunch of importance from what somebody fucking uh, sculpted? Yeah, well, well, I think, you know, I think I think later on he's going to get into the fact that they didn't throw out the Ten Commandments here, but they threw them out of other courthouses. But the fact is, is that this piece of art is inclusive enough in the sense that there's plenty of fucking other things in it. It's not just one religion. It's right. not saying this is one religion and one religion is important here. Instead, it's saying... Many religions are important here. Right. It's he, he neglects the context, yeah, right? I would he, love he to. Sincerely neglects yeah. the context. I would love to put in whatever kind of rules they have for uh the satanic church next to the Ten Commandments in all the churches. And just have, I, have like that yeah, sure. Baphomet. If you want to do that, yeah, let's let's right. put Baphomet. But he wouldn't want you know, you don't want that. You just want you just want him. You just want the Jesus. Yeah. As you enter the Supreme Court courtroom, South Carolina, listen to this. The two huge doors that you walk through. What, what, else, what else would you do with them? What else Who would cares? you do with the doors? Would you fucking fly through them? Would you slide <laughs> through them? Would you dive through you them? You hoverboard through what them? What the fuck do you do other than that? Like the, well, the size what of the do door gotta, is important. Do you, does, he, does he have a fucking, does it have one of those fucking things at the, at the airport that you just stand on and it moves you? It's a <laughs> it's people a movie mover. Walk away. You fucking put a people mover there. Ten commandments engraved on them on both sides. Hanging above the head of the Supreme Court Justice. Guess what's hanging there? It's right above his head. Oh, let me guess. Uh, Ten Commandments. Damocles sword. (laughs) (laughs) Different, different fable. Right. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Different mythology. There you go. The Ten Commandments. So what do we do? 
we start hauling the Ten Commandments out of all the courthouses. You say, but they kept them there. They're still in the Supreme Court room where they meet. Give them time. They'll haul them away. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're all going to haul them. Yeah, they're going to disassemble the wall. They're going to disassemble They've the wall. They've already had a conversation about this, though, I thought. I thought that they already had a conversation about this particular thing, and they were like, no, we're not going to get it's rid of it. It's not going to happen. Because it's like it has artistic te- integrity. It's not. Nobody's asking for yeah. it either. That's the thing. It's like. I, no, I, yeah, exactly. I, it's, it's not like you call David Silverman on the phone tomorrow and say, did you know that the Ten Commandments were in the Supreme Court building? It's not like David Simmons like fucking yeah I fucking knew that. Yeah. It, it, of course he knew that. Right. Of course he fucking knew that. And of course all the other atheist organizations out there know that they're there. No, they just don't give a fuck. Nobody cares. You know? It's a non-issue. Yeah. Let me get this right. If you're in South Carolina or if you're in Louisiana and you violate commandment number 5. Children honor your father and mother. You didn't discipline your kids, you didn't raise them right. So they get out there and they go down the road tearing up, getting all drunk up and stealing stuff and tearing people's property up. Wait, those are like, that's like those multiple. Those are separate laws. It's like, it's like multiple commandments. Right. And also, like, why is he blaming the parents on this? Right. I, I was seizing on the same thing myself. Like, he says, he, he's basically saying the commandment is honor your father and mother. But then he starts it off with, you didn't raise your kids right. And that's why they're, you know, acting the fool. So your kids are out acting the fool, breaking totally separate laws that have nothing to do with honoring the father and the mother. And the father and the mother are still to blame for doing like a bad job. It's a, his scenario is so convoluted and weird. He loves to think this shit up, though. He does. He's a huge fan. This is the same guy who thought up the fucking atheist rape shit oh, before. And when the laws catch him, where do they take him, South Carolina? Not to the Supreme Court. Yeah, they take him to the Supreme Court, Tom. That's where they try everything from they South Carolina. They just bring him to the... Wait, bring him to the Supreme. Wait a minute, that that sixteen-year-old kid was driving around drunk. Bring him to the Supreme Court, because that's how I think it works. To the courthouse, where we just got rid of the Ten Commandments because well, they weren't relevant. Well, and then what, what's going to happen? The kid's going to come to the fucking to the courthouse. And he's going to see the Ten Commandments. First off, he's not even going to go to the courthouse unless he has to, right? right? And he's going to go to the courthouse if he's fucking bad, right? So he goes to the fucking courthouse when he's bad. Well, the fucking Ten Commandments at the courthouse wouldn't help him except for retroactively. (laughs) Doesn't even make any sense. We have fucking, like, oh, I saw Tim again. Now I'm really sad that I was bad. Right. Now, can I go back in time and not oh, do that shit? Nobody told me I'd honor my mother and my father. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this? If there was only a book somewhere that <laughs> said this somewhere. stuff, except for the only place we had it in the United States, Tom, <laughs> was, was the, the courthouse. No one else knew this. There's not an oral tradition <laughs> with it. There's not churches every week that say this shit. No, it's fucking, it's only in the courthouse. Well, and it's great because once you're hauled to the courthouse, they, you know, you've you've heard of that kid who was charged with not honoring the father oh, or mother, God, right? That's a difficult one too. Yeah. Yeah. Never happened yeah. ever. Instead, I like his example. He has to give examples of concrete laws that are broken because this sure. is like, yeah, he, again, it's not it, one of yeah, them. Well, it's when, not one of them. When you get charged with that, you get you sometimes get sentenced with cleaning your room. Yeah. <laughs> of which one of them says, "Children honor your father and mother." So what happens when kids don't honor their father and mother? The laws catch them and they carry them to the courthouse and they fine them or jail them. Number six, do not murder. 
<sighs> Number six. Is he going to go through all these? One. Is he no. going to go through all these? I no, like so. we talked about, he's going to skip. He's going to si- skip the shit that has no moral component to it. For so sure, he's so right? he's already skipped the first four. Right. He didn't talk about like. Well, what about the one where you're working on Sabbath? What day am I giving this speech? (laughs) Right? Yeah, they always skip that shit, right? Because, you know, it's so funny. We want to have a 24-7, 365 economy. That's what we're really pushing toward. And you can't build a 24-7, 365 economy and still have this stupid Sabbath nonsense. So they always skip that one. That one's like, ah, whatever. Exactly. That's so funny, too, because, you know, there are plenty of people who will work seven days a week. You know, they'll, they'll work seven days a week. Well, all if you're the time. a doctor, yeah. if you're in retail, if you're, I mean, they're, they're, services are open. There are so many services that are open every day. Sure. And somebody's working that day. Like yeah. somebody, it's not like it's like Sunday and you wake up and you're like, oh, every business in the world is closed. I guess I'll stay home and fucking masturbate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, who's running the servers at Pornhub? You know? <laughs> One guy. Uh, one guy. Poor guy. It's <laughs> busy all day. <laughs> I'm going to hell anyway. <laughs> I'm sick of this orangutan porn. Sick of it. It's been on loop. <laughs> it makes sense to me. <laughs> well, then I guess we didn't need a god to tell us. Yeah. When you murder someone, I don't care whether it's South Carolina or Washington, D.C., the laws come after you, and when they get you, they're going to carry you to the courthouse. And then you're going to say, fuck, why didn't anybody tell me I couldn't, mur- I couldn't murder? I had no I idea. I didn't know until I got to the courthouse, because that's the only place we keep these fucking archaic fucking... No- Shouldn't we skywrite this shit? We should let people know. We should. We that's should why we're doing a public service right now. Right? Right. Don't commit adultery. Gentlemen, if your woman catches you... There's a possibility you may have a court date. That's true. They take you to the Supreme Court. They take you to the Supreme Court and be like, shame, shame, shame. I like that it's gentlemen, too. Yeah. Like, like women don't cheat. Sure, women like, don't right? cheat. That's, yeah. that's embedded there. Like, oh, yeah. just so you know. And the fact that you go to a court. Wait, well, I think he's presuming a, yeah. divorce, right? Divorce. I think that's what he's saying. So you, yeah, yeah, but you don't necessarily have to go to divorce court. No, and you maybe, yeah. maybe you just work that out instead, yeah, right? You don't like, have to go uh, to a court. <laughs> right? Don't steal. You rob a bank. You burglarize someone's home. When they catch you, you violated what God said. You, what are we going to do with you? Courthouse bound. Every time. Well, that's three. That's your 30% of the way in. Yeah. Well, one it, of them's not illegal. One of right? them's not illegal, so it doesn't matter. It's, it's about, that's talking about divorce, if that, you know, and that's not God's law. The other two are. Yeah, steal and murder, and then uh, uh, the honor of the father of the mother. But that his example didn't make any his sense. Example his example had stealing. His example had stealing and then like drunk driving, like drunk driving and right. shit. Yeah, so it doesn't work. Uh, don't lie. What did they do with old Martha Stewart? But she lied on that tax deal. Yeah, she has no access to the Ten Commandments either. She had no idea. She had no yeah. access. That's a problem. These poor privileged people, they just don't have access they no, to Bibles. Nobody would have That's told it. All they had to do was the, stay in only, one hotel. If only there was, a co- there was a company that gave out, like some sort of group, like a Gideon or something, that gave out free Bibles everywhere. If, if only, only that existed. Her, if she could have afforded to stay at one hotel. Sure. Just like would one courtyard. She'd have been fine. Yeah. Where'd she end up? Courthouse? That's what I thought. And then you want more than you really need, and you're not satisfied with what you have. And you begin to look at your neighbor's stuff and whatever. 
and you covet, you say, you spend all your money, hard times come your way, then the bankruptcy kicks in, you say, where's that all happen? Courthouse. What? What? Wait a minute. I, I want your stuff. What if? What if? So I go bankrupt? Well, no. I mean, th- th- is that the only reason people go bankrupt? Yeah. People go bankrupt because they have a nice job, and then they lose their job. Like well, that happens all the time. And, and medical medical issues is the, yeah. is the leading cause of bankruptcy in this country. Sure. So medical bills is the leading cause of bankruptcy in the United States. So I guess you coveted not being sick. Yeah. Like you coveted single payer health care. Yeah. You coveted like you coveted a better health care system. <laughs> Now, I'm a redneck. I'm an educated redneck, but I'm, I'm a redneck. Yes, you are. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know about the second part, but the first part you got right. But if you're going to end up at the courthouse for violating the Ten Commandments, that might be a pretty good place to put them. Why? I still, I, I, I'm I just, right there with you. I still you. don't understand why. Wouldn't you want to put them, say, before you violate them? Well, like in, a, in a, somebody's house? Unless they're exclusively punitive. Right. Right? Like, is yeah, that what I guess, he, I guess like, that's what he's saying. Yeah. They're exclusively punitive. Like, you're not supposed to know, and then you break one of these fucking arbitrary, self-explanatory rules that no shit, has been right. fucking part like of every culture across all time. evident law. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I fucking killed that dude. Well, you're going to have some consequences. Oh, fucking nobody told me. Want to contact the guys? Go to DissonancePod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash DissonancePod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage, and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This story is fucked up. It's from the Daily Mail. Uh, Quote, a husband should beat his wife so long as it does not make her ugly. Palestinian leader gives horrific advice for dealing with a rocky marriage. You know, I have an interesting thing to think about here. Now it says right. a husband should beat his wife so long as it does not make her ugly. So maybe he's you don't beat her for a short time. You beat her ugly and then beat her pretty bad. And beat her now, right, right back. Well, you know, he does say that that he, he says it's included a husband hitting his wife, quote, like a joke and not meant to harm. Like a joke? Like a joke. It's a joke beating. It's a, it's a hilarious beating. Ha ha, honey, oh. go get my belt. <laughs> Just gonna, yeah. it, you know, clearly there's some kind of a translation error like we were talking about yeah, earlier. This is, a, this is clearly some sort of error in translation because I don't get it. Beat your wife jokingly doesn't make any sense. Although we are trusting, first off, we are trusting the Daily Mail to translate this for us. That's true. So that's number one. That's true. Right? That could be um, a problem. I don't know if they are being accurate. But it, it does it does have a weird translation thing at the bottom. I'm going to read exactly what the speaker says. So the speaker to the female TV host said, in other words, not hitting that would bring the police and break her hand and cause bleeding or hitting that makes her face ugly. The hitting is not meant to disfigure or harm or disgrade, de- degrade. The hitting is will be like a joke. He will hit her jokingly. Not a blow that breaks a bone or makes her face ugly. 
Hitting is the kind reminder that love and friendship that Allah commanded is still found between the couple. Yeah, it's it's, it's just a it's this is a polite Allah approved beating. This isn't a bone breaking beating. This isn't a, a face bruising beating. Yeah, hit her in the stomach. You don't want to make her ugly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know. You know, when I got married, it's fucking horrifying. I wound up going through the pre cana process. Yeah, right. And they, you know, they they wound up, you know, teaching us a few things about marriage. I wonder if in a in the in the sort of strict Muslim countries, if you have to go to like a like a jujitsu class to learn how to beat your wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like you have to check a bunch of things off of them. You know, like if you want to get married sure. in, in a mosque or sure. do they get married in mosques? I don't know. In any no case, idea. like you know, if you want to get married. Uh, sort of Islam style, you have to go to like say a karate class and learn how to throw a correct punch. You got to wait for right? her to tap out, exactly. Right? Yeah, so it's like they show you the areas of her body that she doesn't bruise. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just it doesn't matter though in that culture anyway. You cover her with a bag; she could be as bruised as fuck. It's a kimura of love. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's I the, just they don't do the americana. Though. They <laughs> no, stay right? away from the americana. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's disgusting. And the triangle choke's a little weird. <laughs> It's that's foreplay. Yeah. The triangle choke is just foreplay. <laughs> it's it's fine. And you can't do a rear naked choke over there because that's just well, you can. It's but... a rear burka choke. Is what it is. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's a... No gripping the gi. No. That's that's you let go of the gi. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to poke him in the eye. Admittedly, the, well, you yeah. still can, but you not can. for it makes her you ugly. Can. Yeah. I, like what well, this is like. This is advice somebody gave out loud. Yeah. Like somebody I, unironically is like, wait a minute. I mean, look, here's the thing. If you're going to hit your wife, you don't want to make her ugly. Just joking. Because then you got an ugly wife. Yeah. You know, nobody wants that. But you got to beat her with love like Allah wants you to beat every. When you beat your wife, that's how Allah would know that you have this love and bond between. What the fuck are you talking about? Think about the first story we talked about, about the little kids. You know, that story about the little kids that are getting sold into. I'm trying not marriage, to think about that into story. Child marriage. And this guy coming forward and saying, hey, what the hell? Why can't we, you know, why shouldn't we be able to do that? That's what we do in our culture. We should, right. we should let us do that. This is another example, right? Why shouldn't we let them do this thing? If they come into our, another culture, let's say, you know, a couple move here and she starts getting her ass kicked, should we, should, and she calls the police. Should the police come to her house and say, no, your husband's allowed to do that from where he's from? Well, you should check and see if she's been ugly. That's totally you fine. Know, if she got yeah, uglified. No, exactly. Like, yeah, they right? should come by and say, look, we're just going to make sh- – you got to lift it up so I can at least see your face. <laughs> I got to know. I got to know if he uglied you up. She looks fine. She looks yeah. fine. Carry on, sir. Yeah. Yeah. It. You know, it's like – you know, what, what I think you haven't considered is that maybe, maybe this and the story about the child bride – are just a result of our Western imperialist culture and drone strikes, mm. right? I hadn't considered that. Maybe, maybe when they're saying how how severely you're allowed to beat your wife, yeah. which answer should always be zero severely, right? <laughs> yeah. Like there's this is not a gradation. This is not a this is not a continuum question. Sure. There are some questions which are questions of a continuum, right? right. It's like you know nature versus nurture. Is that on a continuum or is it's not a yes or a no? Like sex, human sexuality. That's probably a continuum. It's not a you know one or the other. But how much should you beat your wife? That's not a continuum question. It's very true. That's a don't beat your fucking wife. <laughs> the answer is like. 
And it's amazing that that's not one of the Ten Commandments. Like, let's go back to that Phil Robertson story, right? Like, like don't don't hurt other people. We have, yeah, right. We have a list of commandments that doesn't include basic admonitions against like human cruelty, like no slavery, no you know, no rape, no beating up you know children. Like, like instead, it's like, well, don't work on Saturday. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? You left out like don't own people. Exactly. That was yeah. like that didn't make the cut. Yeah. Like you're like, well, I only want to chisel ten things into this. Chiseling into rocks is super hard. <laughs> I want to make sure I get the top ten yeah. on my list. And I need the first four irrelevant ones. Right? I got to make sure to include those. It, all of this, all of this fucking ancient gobbledygook is just garbage. It's a holdover from a time fucking so long gone by that to look at it seriously now. I know. Like to look at this seriously yeah. is kind of criminal. Yeah. There's a guy with perfect seriousness being like, look, hey, you got a beater so Allah loves it, right? Hey, what? It's just, it's how you break, it's how you have a bond between somebody. It's I beat you, you get beaten. It's how we know we, who, we, it's our <laughs> it's interaction. A, it's a give-take relationship. Right. Yeah, for sure. Look, I'm the man, you're the woman, I beat you, you get beaten. It's how, it's how we do it. It's how we do, you know? I you know, I do think you're onto something about the drone strikes, though. I really do. Cause yeah, because dr- well, no, because we because we did them jokingly. Right. <laughs> so, in the name of Jesus, we speak that. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Rick Wiles, Obama, Hillary, and Pope Francis will destroy America. I don't think anybody can do this the kind of justice that Rick Wiles can. Oh, so let's amazing. let him do it. I love Rick Wiles. Well, the war is coming. Uh, it's 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 imminent. Uh, war with who? A war. Just war. It's coming. It'll be here in about an hour. It's or it's free. They sure. have a, they set the delivery. Did you get schedule. it from War Hub? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually bacon. I got a war pig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've 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 lived for seventeen years since April nineteen ninety eight. I have lived twenty four seven. That's good. Uh, great. I live twenty four seven as well. I've been living twenty four seven since nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. If you don't. Hmm. Yeah, hey, you're super, not on the radio yeah, real long. Super difficult. Turns out, yeah. yeah, with the images and the sounds of war. Um, what does that mean? What does that mean? For 17 years, you've been living with like just having a fucking 17 year long delusion. Oh no, no, no! What he does is every morning they strap him into his clockwork orange couch, <laughs> pry his eyes, <laughs> pry open. his eyes open, and show him and scary show pictures, 24 seven pictures of war. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's all that little girl who got burned by napalm. <laughs> just constantly it. over just and a, over. It's over and over. Um it's like Jeremiah in chapter chapter four of Jeremiah where he just cried out, My heart, my heart. It rises in pain. I've heard, oh my soul, the sound of war. Uh, Jeremiah had to live with it for years. He knew what was coming. And I've had to live with this for 17 years. It's been wrong for 17 years. Yeah. Each year, each year, it's more wrong. Right? Yeah. Like every year that this doesn't happen, don't you like, Don't you recognize that you're just wrong and maybe you need medical help? Right? <laughs> what, are you kidding me? Like, oh, man, that, uh, that war is coming, really? Because it's been fucking almost two decades. Maybe at this point you're just making shit up. <laughs> you're just fucking imagining things. 
I I see it, I smell it, I feel it, taste it. Jesus, what else do you Rub do? Rub it a little. Just yeah. kind of give it some some love and attention. Masturbate to it. Whatever. Whatever it's it takes. Just war, you know? The Lord showed me utter destruction. It wasn't just um, a bad time for America. I saw utter destruction. I saw the cities laid waste. I saw refugees. So did Sarah Connor. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck, right? dude? This guy just watched Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all. It, 1998, when did that movie come out? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> he watches the opening scene of Terminator, confused it with the reality. Oh, God. I saw survivors. Not people who, not Americans who had just experienced some inconvenience. They were survivors. And I believe it's at our doorstep. We have madmen running the world, running this nation. Ungodly, evil, Christ-hating men and women in power. They're Christ-haters. You know, part of me wonders if what he's worried about is that for fucking seven years they've been screaming and nothing terrible's happened. Right. You know, and now he's got to ramp that rhetoric up, right? Otherwise, nobody's going to listen to him anymore. Because if you were wrong about all the little stuff, you've got to just like keep, you got to keep doubling down, keep doubling down, keep doubling down. Because what else can he do? He can't back off can't from his backpedal. position. You can't backpedal and say, you know what? I was wrong about Obama. He really hasn't done anything really that bad. Yeah, nothing huh. terrible you know, has happened. He hasn't turned the world, you know, inside out. Right, right. Like we right. said he was going to do. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't like just simultaneously combusted yeah. all the world's oil he hasn't, or like whatever. He hasn't turned America into a caliphate, right? Right. Or whatever they said. We, he was we don't do. all have to like suck a dick. Yeah, like exactly. that's like like you like these guys have been saying like you haven't gotten your Obamacare patented dick oh, right. in the mail. <laughs> yeah. He didn't turn like everyone gay. Like this everybody like some wake guy up, like, with a fucking with a postage stamp <laughs> on his cock. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> Go away! We're not home! <laughs> We're good Christian people! It's Obamacare, cock! Sorry, gotta suck this. <laughs> this this cock ain't gonna suck itself! <laughs> Land shark! <laughs> Barack Obama is a Christ-hater. Hillary Clinton is a Christ-hater. The people in power in Washington are Christ-haters. Demonizing... The people in power, right? right? They're Christ haters. They're Christ haters. These That's people, how you know. These people are Christ haters, they hate Christ. and they're evil. And just so you know, the people that are in power now that we want you to vote against in the next election, they don't like Christ, and the people who would replace them would also be Christ haters. They're Christ. What does that even mean? I'm a Christ hater. I'm not even. A, I'm an atheist. I'm not a Christ hater. I just don't think there was a Christ. I don't think there was a need for a Christ. I'm not a hater. Right. Like that's that'd be a ridiculous. The problem it's like the, it's like the devil worship thing, yeah. right? We talked about that. Like it presupposes that you believe in this mythology, sure, and then you just pick the side that the book tells you is going to lose and is evil. Nobody would do that, right? I'm not a Christ hater right. at all. I think that's an absurd concept. I don't think that there is a Christ or that there was ever a need for a Christ. I think that's a silly concept in both directions. But I'm not a Christ hater because I don't think it's real. It's sure. like, like I don't hate unicorns be either. A Thor hater, right? Yeah, I don't care. I'm not. I have no hate in my. I have no hate. I just yeah. it's it's just 
patently absurd. Yeah, I don't care that the, the people thought Thor was a thing. It right. It doesn't bother me. I don't I wouldn't care if somebody still thought Thor what was a thing. What difference would it make if somebody was like, I think the hammer of Thor is gonna solve our problems? You're like, you're clearly not to be asked about problems. Sure. Like I just yeah. I'll put you in the list of people I don't ask about yeah. problems. Yeah. That's all. I don't care what kind of lip service they give to Christianity. They're Christ haters. And they are in power in this country, and they're lunatics, and they're bloodthirsty. Like you're saying they're bloodthirsty. Okay, well, we're, we are embroiled in a couple of conflicts. All right, well, how long have we been and why? Is it well, somebody not, else's yeah. problem? You know what I mean? Like, Instead, it's like, well, they're bloodthirsty. I mean, is that what he's talking about? Because I can't imagine anything else, right? I, it's I, not like he's lining up Christians in the street and chucking tigers at them. <laughs> <laughs> Just have like a tiger t-shirt cannon. I think I'd be... Ba-dunk. Yeah. You you're ridiculous. You cannot fit him in a t-shirt cannon. You need to have a trebuchet. Tom. Okay, sorry. It's a, it's, a, it's a tiger trebuchet. That'd be amazing. It's a real thing. It should be. Yeah. If it's not, it needs to be one. They justify. They defend. They fight for the the slaughter of unborn children. Oh, that's abortion. What it Here is. we go. All okay. right. Okay. All right. All right. It had nothing to do with war. It's just abortion. Okay. Yeah, and that's and the, re- and the reason why I couldn't predict that is because I just it would I would have never occurred to me. Well, it's funny because there's only been abortion in the last eight years. Did you know that they've only been doing that for it's a new thing? <laughs> Very true. It's yeah, a new. Yeah, last before, eight years before they had that play school fishing game used to use <laughs> to get those out of there. Yeah, that's so abortion's pretty new. Yeah, yeah. right. It was yeah. just it was just operation. We went to high tech abortions and low tech circumcisions. That's how this works. Yeah, <laughs> they just they give it abortion and then a rabbi comes to suck it out. <laughs> 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 it's like that bubble tea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Had a huge stroke. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I think I swallowed oh. that one. Oh, man. Oh. The Zyga went down the wrong pipe. Oh, man. I don't like that. You're going to yeah. have to leave a tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want it right here in my oh. mouth. <laughs> they fight for. Sexual perversion. It's actually so boring. It makes me yawn to listen to this fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's fucking slow talking. Uh, like this super fucking drama talk I that know, these fucking assholes do. It's like, yeah. And then I'm going to. It's like listening talk. to Bill Clinton talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, the sexual perversion thing, though, these people, like, they're so ingrained in other people's lives. That they can't, they can't pull themselves away and they can't separate that. They can't look at, you know, a political candidate or a political person in power. And when the person does something that on the side of personal freedom and not on the side of controlling people, they find that as an evil. Like that's an absolute evil. Right. These guys are so sex obsessed though. Like the whole right is sex obsessed. They're the only ones worried about this. I don't even understand what sexual perversion means. I, and I say that with real sincerity. Yeah. I don't really understand what that means. Like, what acts are sexually perverse that I'm supposed to care about? Sure. I mean, if somebody's like, yeah, I want to take a shit on your chest, I'd be like, well, I'm going to pass on Yeah, that. it's not for me. Right? Like, that's, yeah. I, I, I might even giggle a little bit. I might sure. be like, no, 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 I'm, you know, oh, I yeah. got somewhere else to be 100% of the time you're here right <laughs> yeah, like exactly you know but look, i wouldn't i wouldn't be uh, morally outraged sure. i can't even imagine like among consenting people i can't even imagine what a sexual perversion means i don't yeah. i literally don't even know what that means yeah. it's it's just like 
I like to do this stuff with my genitals. I'd be like, mm, fucking, they're your genitals. If your partner agrees or your partners agree, then I sure. don't care. Why would I yep. care? Yep. What does any of that even mean? It's just, it's kink, right? Like, yeah. haven't we moved past this idea of perversion? Isn't the idea of perversion itself a sex-obsessed, sex-negative sort of terminology that, sure. that only these fucking prudes yeah, use? Yeah, it feels prudish. Yeah, exactly. They're full of devils. That's who's leading the country. Why would any person think that when your leaders are this sick and demented... That there's this is going to have a happy ending. I like a happy ending. Well, yeah. Who does? I don't. I never know what to tip. And a happy ending is not perverted, right? I'm, say that right <laughs> now. I'm just going to go on the record. I'm going to go on the record and say happy ending, totally fine. It's fine. Yeah, totally fine. It's kind of to be expected, sure. depending on the sketchiness of the place you're at. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes from the raw story. Uh, just the the. Headline alone is astonishingly great. Cruise loving end times pastor uses numerology to prove Obama sacrificed Scalia in pagan ritual. What the fucking what? That's amazing. It has all the jib jab all in one place. This really does draw from all different areas, doesn't it? It does. It may as well be like, and he got murdered with tarot cards, it's, right? Like, you know, it's it's like one of those lazy Susans full of like woo. You know right, what I mean? Yes. Like it's you just spin it around and you and can pick just, one. It's all of it's there. It's like a charcuterie just, tray. <laughs> all right, so we're round gonna, and round she goes. <laughs> where she stops, nobody knows. It always stops on the Silpercetta. It always <laughs> stops there. All right, here we go. So we're gonna listen to Rick Wiles. All right, we're um, uh, making the regime work harder at. <laughs> lying and deceiving. They have to stay later at the office to lie and deceive the public. That's what we do here. As long as the Lord protects me, as long as the Lord keeps me alive. Um, this is a deadly gang to mess with. They're deadly. They mean business. This is about ruling the world. And they're Luciferian. They're devil worshipers. Oh, devil worshipers. They're scary devil worshippers. They're Luciferians. You know, we talked about, you remember when we first started t hearing about the Satanists a while back? Mm -hmm. And we thought that they, they were like what Christians think Satanists are, which are like people right. who sacrifice goats and they believe in the devil and all that stuff, right? And they do evil shit. Like they're evil. Sure. It doesn't right. make any yeah. sense, right? It we, doesn't. We didn't no. make any sense to us back then. And the problem was, is we had this, this worldview that he has which is the Satanists are totally a different thing, right? I know that he's not talking about Satanists. He's not talking about case. Satanists as Satanists, Satanists would is, think about themselves. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. He's talking about the uh, the straw man that they've created, at, that there's somebody out there that not just doesn't believe in God, but actually picks all the, the shit out of the Bible, like the fucking... You say don't kill, well, I'm going to kill. You say don't hurt, right, I'm going to hurt. Right. You say don't do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sacrifice other people, injure them, et cetera. And then what? what's your reward? Like your reward is yeah. in, I mean, you know. It's video game villains. It doesn't make any sense no. at all. No, it's fucking nonsense, man. It's video game villainry. Like it makes, it's just they're evil for evil's sake, man. They, they, have, they fucking live in volcano layers, you know, and like. They're just they're just like fucking actual madmen who are like, I believe in evil. Like I sacrifice babies and fuck goats. And like yeah. nobody's doing this. And nobody has ever done any of that shit. It's yeah. all all of it's always been made up. It's all made up. 
That's the other thing. Did we talk about the possible occult connections to this? We we didn't mention it. I actually think you're going to talk a little bit with Steve Quell coming up here with it. But in short, Lupercalia began on February 13th. Well, what is that? It's an ancient celebration uh, that, that people date back to Rome where people come together and they sacrifice dogs, goats, and they basically they do a bunch of crazy stuff with, with women. It's, it's a fertility festival. What? They do a bunch of crazy stuff with women, Tom. Like what? Like, like what they, are they doing? Like, like they giving touch, them, they like, touch her boob. <laughs> yeah. It's super crazy, bro. They do a lot of crazy stuff, like sacrifice dogs. Sexually please them. <laughs> like what? Are you kidding me? Sacrifice dogs? You can't even show a fucking sad dog on TV <laughs> you gotta, without you people gotta play shitting the money Lachlan out. Song. You know? Yeah, you can't even fucking. Like, you can't even do it. Like uh, if you sacrificed a dog in this country, they'd string you up. This, this, is, a, this is an ancient a pagan. pagan Day and when was it? Like Christmas, right? Like Christmas, sure. yeah, and Easter, right? Yeah. And solstice, <laughs> February thirteenth was the, the beginning of it. February thirteenth to the fifteenth, which was the day he died. Yes. Okay. The other thing, and I noticed this: the thirteenth was the forty-fourth day of two thousand sixteen. Right. Yes. Here we go. Oh God. Don't just don't. Here we go. Here we go. I can't. Right down the rabbit hole, motherfucker. Let's do it. Yes, we're doing the numbers now, motherfucker. We're doing the numbers. It's the 44th day because he's the 44th president. I'm fucking. I know that this is what he's going to go. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Don't even. Obama is the 44th president (laughs) of the United States. Yes. Yes. So you have this numerology. Thing taking place. That's fucking real. Numerology. Numerology is so fucking stupid, it didn't make the skeptics creed. It's that fucking stupid. It's not even worth railing against. Oh, man. Remember Christine Lagarde dropped the zeros? Yeah, remember that speech she gave last year or so? You know, drop the zeros, click your heels, spin around, all that weird stuff she gave in an IMF speech. Um, I mean, these people are, they truly are in the numerology. It's their religion. You're the one talking about it. You're the one doing this. Oh, You're the one who's pointing out the significance of days. Right. It's, it, he's the one putting the 13th was the 44th day of 2016. You had to, you had to do that. You had to yeah, fucking like you had to look do it that. up. It's not like Obama starts the speech with. Hey guys, I'm addressing you on the 44th day because I'm the 44th president. Right? Yeah. Yes. So there, there, there are some. It, we see this in a lot of weird stories, like the the Malaysian jet that went down and disappeared. You know, there were a lot of, um, not the one that disappeared, but the the one that crashed in Ukraine. There were a lot of uh, numerology uh, connections to that event. And, and I, so I've watched this over the years. Some of these really big but bizarre stories always have some numerology connection to it. Yeah, but it's always in the fucking, it's always after the fact. Right. It's always, this is always post hoc rationalization for something that happened before. Like, it's just, like, fucking how hard is that to see? It's, I, I, I don't know if you do this. When I, dr- I drive a lot for work. I play number games with 
license plates and and things as I drive around. I I find license plates and I try to add, subtract, multiply, or divide to get the numbers one through ten on any set of license plates. You can do it a hundred percent of the time if you just give yourself enough latitude, right? It's just numbers are the easiest things to manipulate. Like it's you just fuck around with them a little bit, and if you're gonna do it after the fact, who cares? He's the one making it up. It's like, oh, look at the Malaysian flight, and I'm not going to give you any details about it. I'm just going to say the numbers, number, number, number. And it's, it's fucking garbage. <laughs> what am I, you know, tell me something that's going to happen fucking next Thursday. Sure. Yeah, use those, use your numerology to tell me of the next flight that's going to crash. Right. But instead, it's like, you, you look at it, and you're like, oh, it's flight 155 or whatever, and we should have known because it was the 155th day or whatever all the fuck it is. All that fucking gobbledygook. But, the, it, you know, it's just, it just all garbage. If you have enough, if you if you assign numerical values to enough things, right? Like, yeah. I'm going to assign a, a numerical value to the number of days. Why? I don't know. Just because. I can't. It's arbitrary. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to assign a numerical value to the number of passengers. And then I'm going to assign a numerical value uh, to the time the plane took sure. off. And the time the plane was supposed to land. I can subtract the two and get the difference. And now that's a number, n- another number. If you just keep doing shit like sure. that, you end up with all the numbers. Yeah. And then, of course, they, they, you can make the math work. You fucking start with all of the numbers. <laughs> it's like they sacrifice. It, th- there's always human sacrifice involved. What, what else is this? this uh, what's the name of this pagan day? Lupercalia. Chupacabra. I love what? it. It's Yeah, you got, that's actually the new. I love that, yeah, Chupacabra. It's a fried taco yeah. now available at uh, Taco Bell. Good, I'm going to get a Lupercalia. There's, a, there's, there's cheese in the shell. It's it sounds really like a venereal exciting. disease, yeah. like a new one coming out. Like, uh, I'm sorry to tell you, You son. only get it from Mexican prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that fucking cottage cheese funk you, you brewing up down there? Uh, that's some Lupercalia. I'll tell you what. That's some spicy, that's some spicy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Burns when I pee. Oh, I think I've got man. Lupercalia. <laughs> and it's connected to ancient Rome? To ancient Rome. To, to what did it signify with Rome? Well, with Rome, the, the Latin content of the beginning of the word luper, lupus for wolf, it actually signified the birth of the nation. Birth of the nation, huh? That's a great movie. <laughs> Uh, hmm. I wonder if I was digging into your words. <laughs> right. I wonder how that would work out there, buddy. So we want to thank our uh, our recent patrons. Uh, we got a huge group of people that are coming on, and we are going to try to record that uh, that Manning episode specifically to thank uh, all our old patrons and all our new patrons. Uh, I want to read off the the new patrons though. We got we uh, we received patronage from Ryan, David, Leonard, Justin, Alexander, Cunt Fuckula. Cunt, Cunt Fuckula, Fuckula is kind of awesome. I read that twice. Admittedly, was like, again, yeah. this is that's one of those moments yeah. where you just wonder what's happened yeah. in your life. <laughs> Tom, Liz, Petri, Nicole. Adam, Robert, and Paradise Puppies. Thank you so much <laughs> that? for your Paradise generous puppies. donations. I truly, we truly do believe it. We truly do appreciate it. And I want to mention too. We didn't mention this. I, like last week, uh, we not only got a calendar in the mail, which was right? awesome, which was amazing, and hilarious. The, ca- the, calendar, the calendar is, calendar is terrific. outstanding. Someone photoshopped Tom's face throughout this calendar and sent it to us. It was outstanding. Very hilarious. Funny. We also received a card with a ten dollar pound note on it. And uh, and on the ten dollar pound note, I think it's ten. It's not dollars. Ten, ten pounds, pounds, not ten dollar pounds. It, wait, that is doesn't it pounds make or sense. euros? No, they don't have euros there. <laughs> euros are delicious. 
You can get a lot of euros for 10 pounds. <laughs> but it was a 10-pound note. And Char- I think Charles Darwin is on it? I think so. Is it a 10? I'm going to get it. Hold on. All right. It's a 10 currency unit. Yeah, it's like a 10. Yeah, exactly. It's a 10 unit. But it has Charles Darwin on it, which is awesome. It is great. Uh, but we have nothing to do. We can't, I'm, I'm going to save it until we go to England this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll save it. We'll buy our first drink. We'll buy our first drink with it. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. So you bought us a drink. If Can 10 pounds get us a drink? Hopefully. I got it better. I hope. We'll it's see. fucking 10 pounds. We'll see. I don't know. What's the exchange? It's got like $40 American, Look, right? If a pint's a pound the world round, then I can get 10 pints. For mm, 10 pounds. I like the cut of your jib, sir. Think, yeah. I don't know if that's true. But in any case, we're going to spend it on our first drink when we fly to England this year for uh, for QED. So that should be pretty awesome. That's going to be great. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Did we get any PayPals, Tom? We did. Uh, Brandon and Gareth, thank you very much for joining the PayPal circle. Uh, PayPal, another way to donate to the show. You can go to dissonancepod.com and find a link to donate on our website. We got a message from Stephanie, and Stephanie let us know that... Uh, that there was a someone that she knew at work that she was going to maybe go out for drinks or foods with <laughs> kind of a date and then mentioned our podcast i would say mistakenly right and uh and the person listened and then never talked to her again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god here, here here's kind of my general view on that like maybe the show is kind of a litmus test yeah. for you right sure. like if but they I don't listen, know in which yeah. direction. Exactly. Right? I was going to say, if they listen, direction. you probably don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, in my opinion, Stephanie, that guy's a keeper. Go right. Let's just go have What you need to do is stand outside. Charge. You need to stand outside his window with a boom box blaring <laughs> in your eyes. That's what you need to do, Stephanie. So I need, I need you to go into full stalker mode. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we got a message. This is amazing. This is the best hate mail we've gotten in a long time. So we got a message from Pete Dick. uh, And Pete Dick says to us, uh, he says, uh, he's talking about how he came across our podcast. He comes across it, and he listens to a couple of podcasts, and and he mentions some other stuff. And he got mad. He got mad at us because we said that we... Uh, we had that little thing where we talked about furries a week ago or two weeks ago. I don't remember when it was, um, where, where Tom was, was talking about it and I was talking about it. And he says, uh, he says one thing which uh, made me want to send this mail because he, he doesn't like us. He thinks our, our podcast sucks. Um, for your sorry excuse for a podcast show was, was the hypocritical fake PC shit. Homosexual people are wonderful people and we should all support uh, they're be- them because of their sexuality, but furries are the abomination who are vile and contemptible, who we should all hate because of their sexuality. First, I don't think you did. We say we should hate them because of their I don't sexuality. Think that we said we should My hate goodness. anybody because of their sexuality. Yeah. We just laughed because furries. It's fucking funny. Like that's the nature of the show. It's a roast show. Sure, everything gets roasted. Yeah, <laughs> all of the time. We. This is a show where we make fun of our own dick size. Yeah. Like, you cannot possibly, you don't get to be offended. Yeah. You don't. If you listen to the show and you're like, oh, they included me on their list. Like, yes, I include you on my list. I include me on yeah. the list. Include me on the list. Yeah. I like me. Yeah. <laughs> I am me. I want to say something, though, before, like, I don't want to, I, I, I want to say this uh, and be very clear about it. Um, when we were talking about the furry thing yeah. last week. I am not in any way, uh, I don't ever think about furries in any way. And if I do, (laughs) and if I do, and if I do, like, I'm going to think about them right now. Okay. I'm actually, uh, I admire them. And I'll tell you why I admire them. They're going for it, man. 
Like sure, they're fucking right? going for it. Like there's a lot of people in this world that are sexually repressed, that love, that have a kink that they just can't fucking work out. You know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys on the Christian side that really want to fuck a dude in the ass, right? <laughs> and they don't do it, and they're and they mad, right? and they're yeah. frustrated, yeah. and it sucks, and their fucking sex life sucks, and they're constantly. You know, in this position where they 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 can't do it, they just right. can't find themselves to do it. And I'm sure there's plenty of other kinks in the world that people can't get off. They can't do it. Maybe they do it. You know, when they get themselves off, they they look at whatever they want to look at. But they don't. They don't get that. Yeah. They don't. They don't experience not that all kink in, man. Yeah. in the real life. Right. They're doing it, man. They're fucking out there doing what they want to do. And I know we got a message from someone who's like, "Hey, furries are not necessarily a sexual thing. We get it. We understand. Yeah, right. May or may not be. Se- I don't care." I don't, I, and that's the thing. I don't care. Yeah. But let's just say the ones that are sexual, because I know that for some people it is a sexual thing. Good for you, man. Fucking rock that shit. That's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome because you're going for it. Yeah, right. And I and and, and that's honest, and that's from the heart. I absolutely. I'm. I, that's what I believe. Now I'm gonna fucking make fun of it. Because I make fun of all the stuff. Because it's it's grown people dressed as anim- anthropomorphized fuzz animals, right? Yeah. Like, there's look, uh, there, there's some shit. Here, here's the thing: human sexuality is hilarious. It is. We're disgusting, grunting beasts. Yeah. The the fact of our sexuality is uh, is ridiculous. Yeah. It's patently absurd. We should laugh at ourselves. Sure. We should laugh at the physicality of our bodies. We should we should laugh uproariously at the ridiculous, sloppy mess that is our sexuality. A hundred percent of the time. Then you had dudes dressed up as bunny rabbits. It's fucking hilarious. There's no way that's the not funny. The jokes write themselves. I don't know Christ what else sakes. to do. Yeah. If you don't want me to laugh at that, I die inside. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this though too. Whenever we get a message from people like this. Um, they always do a couple of things. The first is they qualify it as if they're an authority, right? So they talk about all the stuff like this guy's talking. Oh, I love podcasts. And here's a couple podcasts I like. And then he mentions skeptic and atheist describes me. Exactly. I was a past member of JREF and I went to work on one of Randy's amazing meetings in a couple years ago where I met and chatted with Penn, Penn and Teller amongst other trainable skeptics. I'm thinking, first off, you spelled skeptics wrong. You fucking idiot. <laughs> but then secondly, it's like, it's like, wait a minute, you paid money to go to a conference at all. It takes money, dude. Right. It's not anything. It's not like it fucking invited you backstage, you dipshit. <laughs> you know, fucking one time I saw Ira Glass in the fucking airport. That and answering fucking phone calls for three hours can get me laid at the fucking donation drive for NPR. You know, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, fucking, who cares that you fucking met with Penn and Teller? Why does that make you an authority? That's the dumbest shit ever. And the other thing that drives that happens all the time in every single bad review, almost every single bad review we get. It always says the same thing. Juvenile high school humor, laugh out loud at your own jokes, and you are trying to be a shock jock type thing. All three of those things almost always get mentioned, right? right? It's like every time I hear that, I think, you know, yeah, maybe I have a formulaic show, but you have a formulaic rating, dude. You said the exact same same shit everybody else says. (laughs) I don't even know what any of it means either. I can't here here's what I can understand for the life of me. How do you find the show? Click on the reviews, look at reviews where everybody just yells glory hole. Yeah. Right? And then you're just like, these guys, their humor is juvenile. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's welcome to my home. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like going to a restaurant and it's called like Mama Cass's Pizzeria, right? And you're like, it's all Italian food in here. <laughs> what? 
I went to Manja Manja and it's just all pasta. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of built in. Yeah. It's, it's what you expect. Yeah. So we got, we got a message. Uh, this is from Richard. And Richard mentions that, um, that he wanted to note that Bernie Sanders is only six years older than Hillary. So Bernie, at this point, she's 68, which is pretty old, admittedly, pretty old to, to be president. He is 74 years old. And we were talking ahead of time, like as as time, you know, that that age gap starts to matter more and more on the bookends of your life. Yeah. Right. Like there's not a big difference between 30 and 36. Like, eh, whatever. You know, I mean, not that big a deal. But the bookends of your life, there's a huge difference between a six year old and a 12 year old. Yeah. Right. Massive difference. And there's a huge difference between a fucking 76-year-old and an 82-year-old. 74-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Right? right, yeah. Like the bookends of your life. Sure. It's like, mm, fucking, like, because every year older, you're like 12 steps closer to dying. He's a, like, If he's a two-term president, and he's 82 when he leaves. Jesus Christ. You know, probably be 80, 83 because he wouldn't get in there until next year. That's outrageous. He'd be 75 taking office if he came in. That's an, that's an, guys, that's pretty old. It's an old guy. And look at Obama when he went in, and now look at Obama, and he looks like the emperor. <laughs> Are that's, you telling? Like, that's a point, right? Yeah. Like, because these guys, the presidency ages you so hard. Yeah. You don't have a lot to, I mean, you're, he's going to be the crypt keeper when he, he comes is. out. He's going <laughs> to be like, he's, he's going to walk out of the office, he's going to turn right to dust. It's going to be like, Whoa. it's going to be like in a fucking Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, he's, he's gonna, gonna pick he, the wrong he's chalice. A, he's a pretty old dude, and it's and he's not gonna get any younger <laughs> with the presidency. We got a message from Stuart, and Stuart is from the Exposing Pseudo Astronomy podcast, and he mentioned uh, he mentioned that he he really enjoyed our Nail and Palin episode. He listened to it a couple times. Stuart, thanks for listening, still, buddy. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And I love that you renamed our episode the Nail I know. and Palin episode. <laughs> totally I think that's great. That. We should have. We got a message, uh, Tom, from uh, from Adam, and Adam took and created a uh, like a video with a bunch of images for the Skeptics Creed. We're going to post on this episode. I do love that he says of his own of his own uh, video slideshow. It looks like the kind of thing that your mother might make at a senior citizen's computing class at the local library if your mother was a dirty minded geeky ne'er do well. I think that's great. Thanks so much for the. Time and energy you put into this. I think you did a great job. Tom, we got a message from Aaron. Yeah, Aaron sent us an email, and uh, this struck me as terribly amusing. He said, my lovely wife asked me to pass her a coat hanger. And his wife, by the way, is expecting their third child. And the first thing that came through my mind was, bit late for that, isn't it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you guys have ruined me. My mind is hey, all glory now. holes. Hey, now. That's tremendous. I think you're probably right, actually. I, feel I was like going to I was gonna protest, and then I felt like I protested too much. Yeah, right? So, the, yeah. the only thing uh, that makes me sad about that joke is that you thought of it instead of yeah. me. <laughs> we got a message from D, and D uh, recorded something for us, so here we go. Jesus loves the little children. All the children of the world, black or yellow, green or blue, unless you're Muslim or a Jew, Jesus loves the little <laughs> children of the world. So true. Uh, that's funny. That's, that's really funny. Thank you. We got a message from Adam, Tom, and Adam put, uh, he put doubt even this on his bicep. He did with a, a like a like a permanently with a tattoo thing. He did whatever they call those that tattoo, tattoo gun. I think they're calling that. Gun? These, that's what the kids are doing. Tattoo the sailors gun? and the kids. What are they doing? The tattoos. Is it a tattoo gun? It's a tattoo gun, right? Is it a gun? Yeah, 
I think they shoot you with that fucking thing. Okay, that's fair. It's loaded up sure. with just exactly the image and then patunk right into the <laughs> side of you. That's awesome. Adam, thank you. I'm, I'm flattered that uh, you would take something that we wrote or that we, we use for the show. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, write it. I wouldn't fucking claim that shit. <laughs> and etch it indelibly into your body. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up for tonight. We are going to be uh, recording an episode of... Uh, Imaginary Friends show, hopefully later this week. And we'll also hopefully have on Jake for our next show. So we're hoping that that, that should be fun. We'll see. Well, it'll be fun even despite Jake's yeah. presence. No, we love Jake. We can't wait to be on with him should again. Be so it, should be, it should be a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, we're done for the evening, though. And, uh, and we're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>